I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light on Light Through, episode 336, my review of the Orville season three finale that I saw on Hulu last night. It was a really satisfying, gratifying finale, and it was especially welcome after last week's harrowing kinetic masterpiece in which a major crew member was lost. And of course, there'll be spoilers ahead. The two main themes of this season three finale were a treatment of the prime directive, Alla the Orville, and the marriage of Claire and Isaac. Not doing anything that might unhinge a less than spacefaring civilization is, of course, a theme that goes all the way back to the very first Star Trek series. And the Orville handled it well, just as it did in its first season, episode 1.12, this time with the story of Lacella, well played by Georgia Wiggum, who was back from the Majority Rule episode 1.7 of the first season. The short lesson that Grayson gives her is a fine primer on the dangers of what contact too early can do. And speaking of the first season, it was also good to see Alara, played by Halston Sage, back from the first two seasons as a guest at Claire and Isaac's wedding. The ceremony and it spilled up at all kinds of goodies, including Bordas's atrocious effort at being best man, Gordon's excellent job at that, the wedding vows, the Kalon guests, and Ed and Kelly holding hands at the end. That was good to see. Now, I've been raving about the music in the past two episodes and the concert in space of songs in my lifetime, obviously centuries earlier than where the Orville is now. Well, that continued with Aretha Franklin in the background, Bordas giving an atrocious rendition of Elvis. I know you're not supposed to use the same word twice in such proximity, but there's no other word for Bordas's performances. And Gordon on guitar singing James Taylor's Secret of Life. Now, I'll admit that I like Gordon and Charlie's harmony last week more than just Gordon alone last night, and the same for Simon and Garfunkel a little more than James Taylor. But Gordon's performance was still memorable and an excellent capstone to the role music has played this season of the Orville. And Gordon also figured in the time travel nod in which the sandwich he sent to the future a few episodes back suddenly appears. Now that's what I call continuity. The expression on Mercer's face, who knows that he made Gordon forget what happened to him after he sent the sandwich ahead, well, that was just right. The Orville has really grown up this season into a wonderful science fiction series. It's managed to retain its humor, not only with Bordas, but many of the other characters, and it presented consistently superior stories 
such as the marriage of a human woman and an android. I hope Republicans today, yesterday, and every day from now on take a look at that episode at this marriage between a human woman and an android, it says a lot about their attitude towards gay marriages, just about everything that human beings want to do. For some reason, many Republicans have a big problem with that. Anyway, I'll see you back here with reviews of every episode of the fourth season of The Orville, wherever and whenever it might be. And I hope you enjoyed that review of The Orville Season 3 finale. I won't be back here next week with a review of The Orville, but as I said, I will be back here with a review of the next episode of The Orville, wherever and whenever it might be be streaming or airing or being broadcast on television. And I'll also be back here soon with some reviews. I know I owe you. I'm going to do a real sort of omnibus review uh, for All Mankind. That's been really uh, putting up some good episodes, but I just haven't had a chance to review it because, as I told you a few episodes ago, I'm working on a new novel I've now finished it, still making a couple of tweaks here and there, but I'm going to have some more time now to not only watch some of the great science fiction television, but review it as well. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound, and do whatever you can to help those brave Ukrainians get Putin's fascist invaders out of their country. The Light on Light Through Podcast. Athens, 2042 AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.